Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our weekly briefing. As usual, we'll start with an update from public health, and then we have folks uh, with us today from our engineering division and our community development division. And then I'll have a number of announcements as well. I just want to start by recognizing that it's Women's History Month, um, and it is also Employee Appreciation Week, so maybe combine the two by appreciating the women that work in your workplace. And now I'll turn it over to Janelle Heinrich, who I appreciate very much, uh, who's the Director of Public Health Madison in Dane County. Good morning, thank you, Mayor. As usual, I'll start with some data. Um, as of today, 40,610 individuals have been diagnosed with COVID-19 in Dane County in the past year. But only 470 individuals have been diagnosed in the last week. COVID activity as measured by case counts, percent positivity, and hospitalizations have continued to decline or hold steady in the past week. Our 14-day average is 79.9 cases per day, which is down from 88 cases per day last week. And our percent positivity for these past two weeks is 1%. Hospitalizations have decreased in the past week, and right now there are 29 individuals hospitalized with COVID in Dane County. On Tuesday, along with the new order continuing our phased reopening, we released a new forward Dane document which heavily incorporates vaccination data to inform our decision-making. With this update, we will be sunsetting some of the metrics such as number of tests, proportion of cases who do not know where they got infected, and COVID-like illness. These were not very useful in helping inform the picture of, Dane, of COVID in Dane County. Today, we will be publishing a year-in-review snapshot with more details. I encourage you to check it out. Moving forward, we will still be publishing a weekly snapshot, but it will include some different measures, specifically some that demonstrate vaccine progress, such as the percent of Dane County population that is fully vaccinated, which means two doses for vaccines requiring two doses and one dose for single dose vaccines the percent of the Dane County population that is at least partially vaccinated, the percent of the Dane County population age 65 plus that is at least partially vaccinated as examples. We'll also be including epidemiological measures such as test positivity, hospitalizations, deaths, contact tracing capacity, and transmission dynamics, which tells us how fast COVID is spreading. Unless we see signs of the pandemic getting worse, which these measures will help us identify, such as new variants causing more disease or lack of vaccine supply causing a lag in immunity, we are cautiously hopeful that we will be able to continue reopening with the goal of a more normal summer in 2021 than we saw and experienced in 2020. A bit about vaccines. Much of our new normal is contingent on widespread vaccination coverage. As of March 1st, the Wisconsin Department of Health Services has identified more groups of people who are now eligible to be vaccinated. There are specific details about who is included in each of these groups on the state's website, which you can also get to by, using, by visiting our vaccination page. 
go to publichealthmdc.com and click on the red banner at the top to go to the vaccine page. As of March 3rd, 103,486 people in Dane County have received at least one dose of vaccine. This amounts to 18.9% of our total population. 66,759 individuals have received both doses, which is 12.2% of our total population. We are making great progress, but we know that demand still outpaces supply. Good news with the approval of the third vaccine and the increased production of the previously approved vaccines, vaccine supply in Wisconsin is slowly increasing and hopefully that will become even faster in the, in the next coming, coming weeks. And there are more places for you to get vaccinated if you are eligible. Our website lists options, including area pharmacies like Walgreens and Pick and Save, your healthcare provider, coordinated through your provider or through us. All three of the approved vaccines are safe and effective. No matter which vaccine you are given, you can rest assured knowing Every study, every trial, and every phase was reviewed and approved by the FDA and a safety board. All three vaccines are extremely effective at preventing severe disease, hospitalization, and death. These three vaccines all have nearly the same very high efficacy for preventing these severe outcomes. And the best vaccine you can get is the one you can get as soon as possible. Your vaccinator may have only one option. If you are dead set on a certain vaccine and your vaccinator isn't offering it, you'll have to sign up with someone else and it's possible you may be moved down the list of, of um, eligible. The sooner you can get vaccinated, the sooner you can give your grandparent a hug, meet up with your friends, travel and do the things you love and miss. Until we're all vaccinated, please continue to follow the public health measures that have helped us get to this place of hope continue to wear a mask, maintain physical distance from others, gather outside, avoid crowded places, and be thoughtful about the activities that you engage in. The more ways you can reduce your risk, the better you are at protecting yourself and your loved ones. Thank you and stay well. Thank you, Janelle. It's really nice to have some good news, uh, but I do just want to reiterate that uh, we all need to keep taking the measures that we've been taking this entire time, wearing our masks, washing our hands, keeping our distance um, in order to keep our entire community safe. And as things start to open up more, remember that your level of comfort with risk may be different from somebody else's. So let's please suspend judgment do what you feel like is safest for you and your family, um, and it, don't judge other people for having a different level of comfort with risk. And please, 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 when your time comes, get that vaccine. It is the key to opening up our community entirely. All right, next uh, I'm going to bring up Lana Wood, who's our uh, community development specialist, to talk about our financial resources hotline and how to access those resources.
Thank you. The COVID-19 pandemic has been very hard on many Madison families and COVID relief policies and programs are continually changing. So we want to remind Madison residents that there is a free hotline available in partnership between the Community Development Division and the Madison Public Library. Residents who are seeking help due to COVID-19 can contact the hotline to be connected to a financial navigator, a person that they can talk to about their financial concerns. Financial navigators are available at no cost to provide guidance over the phone to help residents access available programs and services to manage income loss and other financial concerns they may be experiencing. With one-on-one -on -one discussions, they will help address personal finance issues, identify immediate next steps to manage expenses and maximize income, and make referrals to other services such as bill paying assistance, government benefits, and other programs that may be available from current or future stimulus packages. A hotline session can provide referrals to timely resources like where to find free local tax preparation support and information about how COVID-19 may impact your tax filing. The Affordable Care Act Insurance Marketplace has open enrollment until May 15th. A navigator can help connect you to local resources, which will help ensure you're getting the most affordable coverage for your situation. And if you are struggling to pay rent or other daily living expenses and have never applied for government assistance before or are not familiar with local resources, a navigator can help identify those resources and next steps to see if you qualify. Residents can access the hotline one of two ways. Go to www.cityofmadison.com forward slash financial hotline to fill out the interest form and sign up for a session. Or if you would like assistance signing up over the phone, you can call the Madison Public Library reference line at 608-315-5151 or toll free at 888-266-7805. After completing the interest form, you will be contacted within 20, or excuse me, within 48 hours, as our call volume allows, by a financial navigator to begin your personal session. Hotline sessions last about 30 minutes and will work to address your most pressing needs. Financial navigation sessions are available directly in English, Hmong, Spanish, Mandinka, Wolof, and with ASL and other languages available through the city's interpretation services. Organizations across Madison can also refer clients directly to the financial hotline by sharing the link or helping them fill out the interest form. If you've already called the hotline but have new concerns or questions, you're welcome to sign up for another session. For more information, please visit www.cityofmadison.com forward slash financial hotline. Thank you. Thank you, and I want to appreciate all of our partners uh, that have made it possible to bring this hotline to our community, um, including the librarians uh, who have taken this job on um, during the pandemic. I really appreciate all of the effort that has gone into this. All right, next I'm going to bring up Hannah Molininski, who is uh, in our engineering division, to talk about Women in Construction Week.
All right. Good Thursday morning, everyone. My name is Hannah Molinitsky. I'm the City of Madison Engineering Division Public Information Officer, and I lead communications for the Engineering Division. And we are so proud to celebrate and take part in the nationally recognized Women in Construction Week all next week, March 7th through the 13th. So I'm here to kind of give you a taste of what we've got cooking next week as we celebrate the work of five wonderful women leaders in our division. Engineering will be sharing the stories of five women, highlighting their work and sharing their journeys, challenges, and wins in the industry. Now, Women in Construction Week is a week dedicated to challenging career stereotypes and promoting women in the construction industry. It's something that we're very proud to do here at the City of Madison and specifically right here in the Engineering Division. When you think of construction, you may think of the obvious digging, building out in the field, but there are so many avenues and career paths that are included in the construction industry. Some obvious, others maybe not so much, and by sharing the stories of these five women, we hope to encourage other women to ask the questions, engage in the conversation, and look into a possible career in the construction industry. Again, all next week, we're going to share a video, a written profile, and a photo of each woman and her journey in the industry. One of the big takeaways of this week we hope to share is the unique career paths outside of the obvious in the construction industry. So I'd like to start with Janine Zwart. I'm just going to give you a little taste of what you'll expect next week. Janine Zwart, a construction project manager in our facilities management section, has worked for decades in our division, focusing on making sure each building or remodel the city does has just the right furniture for just the right look and feel in our city buildings, among many other things that she does. But just a taste, and what a cool way to get into the construction industry. Caroline Berger, she's an engineer in our stormwater section, dedicated to minimizing flooding in some of the worst hit areas of our city. Maddie Dumas, she is our Greenway Vegetation Coordinator in the stormwater section, working in the field on all of our city's greenways, ponds. She's dedicated to making our community greener, vegetation healthier, and our community more educated on things like invasive plants, native plants, and of course, prescribed burns. Brenda Stanley, she is our Public Works Development Manager in the Streets Design section, the work between the city and the people and private companies who want to build here. Also, I will be featured as a Public Information Officer for the Engineering Division in Communications. Not always the first line of thinking when it comes to construction, but so necessary when it's the work that we do that impacts all of you at home. A career change I was not expecting after being a news anchor and journalist for many years. So all of these women have had a hand in making our city better. And in the words of the City of Madison Engineering Division, City Engineer Rob Phillips, the Engineering Division and the City of Madison as a whole is a better organization because of the talented women we have designing, building, maintaining, and managing the construction-related work that we do. So again, please join us all next week. Um, you can join us on our Facebook page. We also have a podcast episode out right now on Google Play and iTunes um, where you can read, listen, and share as we celebrate women in all areas of the construction industry. Thank you.
Thank you, Hannah, and thanks for putting together that great way to highlight uh, people who are in the construction trades. Um, it's great. I, I had a tour of the fleet facility recently and got to see Janine's work firsthand. Um, really impressive building, and uh, it, it is those little touches that make it livable and workable uh, for the people who are, are in the building every day. So I look forward to learning more about these five women and certainly encourage um, the city is currently hiring for a number of our summer and seasonal positions, um, and we're pretty, uh, you know, regularly hiring for other positions as well. And we encourage people to check that out um, and think about a career with the city, uh, whether whatever your gender might be, um, but certainly encourage women and people of color to apply to all of our positions. Uh, all right. Um, and speaking of... I also want to flag that March 8th is International Women's Day, and uh, the council passed a resolution declaring uh, March 8th International Women's Day in the city of Madison. Um, so I encourage folks to check that out and to celebrate. Um, and Employee Appreciation Day is March 5th. I do want to just take a moment to say how much I appreciate the employees of the city of Madison. It's been an incredibly tough year. They have been working so hard for you, our community. Um, and it has taken a toll for sure, uh, but I'm just continually impressed uh, with what a great job these folks do for our community and for our city. Uh, I am not, however, impressed with our legislature at the moment uh, here in Wisconsin. Uh, there is a bill announced by some of our Republican legislators that would seek to prevent transgender student athletes from participating in sports. And I just find this so sad um, and uh, really disappointing uh, that we're having to have this conversation here uh, in Wisconsin. We're barely, out on our, barely on our way out of the COVID-19 pandemic that's had a tremendous physical and mental health impact on all of us, and particularly young people. At, it's exactly the wrong time to be telling young people that they can't play sports. Uh, you know, we are working towards opening that up again for people and to tell transgender youth that even when it's safe for everybody else, you're not going to be allowed is just really cruel. Um, we've got plenty of other things that need our attention in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, I do not understand why some legislators are uh, wasting, frankly, our time on this. And I want to make sure that trans youth in Madison understand your community sees you, we support you, and we love you. It's my hope that these bills will be withdrawn or failing that, that they will be roundly rejected by the state legislature. Uh, we also declared March 1st a day of remembrance and recovery. Um, and I want to thank everyone, uh, excuse me, a day of remembrance and recovery to mark the passing of family, friends, and neighbors that we lost to COVID-19 and to honor those uh, who uh, have survived. I want to thank everyone who joined us on the evening of the first for our Light the Night tribute. If you missed that, you can watch it on the award-winning Madison City Channel. Uh, you can also read the honoring resolution that the City Council passed. That's posted on my blog. And I want to thank also our Poet Laureate, uh, Angela Trudel-Vasquez, who read her amazing poem, Dispatches from Radar Hill, at the March 2nd Common Council meeting. Um, you can watch that also on City Channel, or you can read the poem if you go to cityofmadison.com 
uh, and look in the news releases, the, the Arts Commission uh, put out a news release that has the text of the poem in it. It's really um, quite moving and beautiful. And on the question of poetry, if you have uh, short poems that inspire optimism about a post-COVID reality that you wish to share with the community, we encourage you to submit them to the Bus Lines Poetry Competition. The theme this year is looking forward how we will celebrate when we can be together again in community. And the deadline for that call for poems is March 15th. If you're interested in finding out more, you can email madisonarts at cityofmadison.com. Uh, just want to let folks know that as the weather warms up and the snow melts, our street, street sweepers are uh, getting out on the street to clean up uh, the sand and salt and debris that's out on the streets right now. Um, that starts March 7th, uh, and they will be working overnight. Um, they'll be operating 16 hours a day, collecting sand, salt, and other accumulated grit from our streets. Um, there's two shifts, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., and then 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. So I want to say a huge thank you to those folks that are, are working out there overnight to clean up our streets. Um, they'll be out there for about six weeks, depending on weather conditions. Uh, I also want to remind folks that they can only effectively uh, sweep and clean our streets if they have access along the curbs. Um, so if you can please pay attention um, to the parking restrictions, um, if you can please keep your, um, your recycling and your trash carts um, up on the curb, uh, not in the street, um, and um, just make sure that they have access to the curb. That will help us a lot. Um, and reminder that they are very slow vehicles, uh, so uh, they can't go about uh, more than five miles per hour. Um, so please be patient and give them plenty of space to do their work safely if you uh, run into them on the streets. More information about this and many other things about the Streets Division is available at citymadison.com slash streets. Uh, also want to announce another competition. The uh, Metro Transit is uh, announcing a BRT station design competition. This is very exciting. We're working hard on our BRT system, and one component of that is that we are going to uh, be installing stations along the lines, and uh, obviously those have to be designed. Um, there'll be over 30 stations in the east-west uh, corridor. Um, and we're hoping that these will improve the quality, comfort, and reliability of transit, but they could also be something fun or an architectural asset to our city. Um, so encourage you, if you are a designer of any stripe, uh, to think about this and to participate in the design contest. It's open to professionals and non-professionals, and the winner will be awarded a cash prize of up to $10,000. Um, we'll use these design concepts to develop a final architectural design for the stations. So we're not expecting fully fleshed out designs, but conceptual renderings um, that can get us started. For more information uh, about this, you can email brt at citymadison.com, and the submissions are due by March 31st at 5 p.m., uh, and you can learn much more at mymetrobus.com, mymetrobus.com. Uh, all right, and then finally, I just want to invite folks to Madison Makes uh, coming up this Saturday. It's a showcase of our resilient and creative community. 
uh, folks have found some really inspiring and remarkable ways to help brighten uh, these challenging times, and uh, they're looking forward to sharing their stories with you. This will be a virtual program on March 6th from 10 a.m. to noon, and uh, you'll see all sorts of creative and innovative things that uh, neighbors and friends of all ages have done, including the dad who missed hockey so much that he put an ice rink in his backyard, um, and folks that learned uh, how to do stop-motion photography, work with textiles and illustration, um, how to discover the world out your back door with stargazing and sunrise photography, and bonus, kids having fun in the kitchen. That sounds like fun. Um, this uh, compilation will feature stories and projects uh, from folks all across the city, and will include how-to and demonstration videos in, in case you want to dig in and, and do it yourself. The program is free. Uh, you need to register, though, at mononaterrace.com, um, and then you'll get the link to attend. And then finally, as I always do, I want to end with a uh, notice about community resources and some upcoming meetings. Certainly uh, take advantage of the uh, financial navigators that Lana uh, told you about earlier if you uh, are interested or need that help. But you can also uh, contact the city's housing helpline. If you're homeless or in danger of losing housing, that number is 608-264-0549 or email housinginfo at cityofmadison.com. If you need help accessing internet service or phone service, uh, you can contact the Public Service Commission at the state at 608-267-3595. If you need help finding a child care provider, you can call 608-216-7022. Uh, for all of the above and emergency food options and connection to other social services, you can call United Way of Dane County at 211 or text your zip code to 898-211. Um, as was mentioned earlier, the healthcare marketplace is open through May 15th uh, at healthcare.gov. If you need help navigating that, again, you can call the financial navigators or you can call uh, 211 or visit wiscovered.com. That's W I S covered.com for more information. Um, there's also a Health Connect program if you need assistance in paying your 2021 healthcare premiums through the exchange, um, and you can access that information also at 211 or visit unitedwaydanecounty.org slash healthconnect for eligibility information and assistance. Um, and I just want to remind folks that uh, although our uh, libraries are mostly closed to the public to go inside the buildings, um, you can access the library's computers uh, through an appointment system um, if you need internet access uh, to connect with any of those resources uh, that I just mentioned. All of this information and more is posted at cityofmadison.com. Click on the community resources link. Uh, also include folks to visit and subscribe uh, to my blog, which is cityofmadison.com slash mayor slash blog. And you'll find more information about city and state resources. Uh, and we also post regularly on things that are happening in the city um, or at the state level. Finally, upcoming meetings. Thursday, March 4th, that's today at noon, 
The Madison Central Business Improvement District Board will meet at 5 p.m. The Traffic Calming Subcommittee will meet. Also at 5, the Police Civil Civilian Oversight Board. At 5.30, the Community Development Block Grant Committee. And also at 5.30, the Emer um, Affirmative Action Commission meets. On Monday the 8th at 4.30, the Finance Committee meets. At 5.30, the Police and Fire Commission meets. Also at 5.30, Plan Commission meets. On Tuesday the 9th at 5.30, the Madison Arts Commission will meet. And at 6.30, the Landmarks Commission will meet. And then on Wednesday the 10th at 4.30, the Urban Design Commission will meet. And at 5.30, the Education Committee will meet. And that's what I've got for you this week. So we will see if we have any questions. There are no questions at this time, Mayor. All right. Well, thank you all again uh, for joining us. And thanks to these amazing women uh, who work for the City of Madison for being here today. We will see you next week.